0: Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the radio program, We're Doomed. And (laughs) thank you for for joining. Uh, No, I'm kidding. I just wanted to clarify that's how I ended the last hour of our show. I'm only kidding. I, we're never doomed because we have God. and right. We have Jesus Christ, and in fact, we're not doomed at all, unless we don't repent and turn to Christ for our salvation. Then each of us who do not do that is that a double negative? Anyway, you're doomed if you don't give your life to the Lord. Yes. That's what the that not Tim. That didn't Ed. That didn't Steve. Right. Welcome, Steve Rudolph. Thank you. The Bible says that every person must repent of their sin and trust in Jesus Christ for forgiveness to go to heaven or else we're doomed. Is that yes, right, Ed? That
2: is that is, is absolutely that, biblical? True. that is biblical. Okay. And to the point of the culture, we also have the privilege of yes. being salt and light, the calling to be salt and right. light, and we should not get discouraged about how things are going right now, it's I, I physician heal thyself. I get discouraged, but, but what I'm saying is, th- as you've mentioned and someone said long ago, there is no permanent victory in culture, short of the Lord's return, and there is no permanent defeat, right? Uh, because th- th- there is always a back and forth between the kingdom of God and the king, the kingdom of darkness, and if you. Take your eye off the ball. Guess what? And you stop doing what's right in your culture. Darkness comes back in. Right. And if you will become salt and light, m- many times you can push that darkness back out and reestablish righteousness.
1: You know, the the, the cause of God, C A U S C, and 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 of Jesus Christ. If this is the way to phrase it exactly, the cause, the mission, the purpose of. It, of communicating God and Jesus and the Bible to the world will go on no matter who's president right? no matter which way the world goes the gospel of Christ will survive and will continue so that's not that's not even the issue whenever the Lord returns to earth again folks we're not Making this stuff up, the Bible says clearly that Jesus Christ will come back to planet Earth. Right. Physically. Physically, visibly. Yeah. At some point. Right? Yes. Down the down the uh, road. So I don't know if I've ever used down the road to describe eternity, but anyway, <laughs> I digress, which is rare. <laughs> and, and that that is <laughs> That is to say, this. So, so uh, Christianity has survived the centuries and the millennial, and right. will continue to do so long after we're gone, and maybe our children are gone. Who knows? Who knows? Right. We don't. So know that's that not all. the issue. Right. That's not the issue. I'm not questioning the power of God and His story to continue. What we talk about a lot on this program, though. Uh, America can end as a constitutional republic yes as we've known it that's that is at at, at risk yes we have a we have a beautiful thing mm-hmm. in human history unique thing. called the United States of America which is a blessing from has been a blessing from God to the world if you look at what all the United States of America has done to help mankind. Right. To advance liberty and freedom and human rights and compassion and charity and to fight tyranny. It's it's unparalleled in human history. Almost the entirety of human history has been filled with one king after another, fighting another tribe after another to who can dominate the world and, right. and, and dominate people. That's, that's, that's the sin nature of man as it's described mm-hmm. in the Bible. And then along comes America birthed by these ideas that God put in the hearts of our founding fathers, that, that men should live free and be self-governed and, uh, and, and be able to have happiness as a, you know, right at least the opportunity for it yes okay the opportunity for it uh and which uh, also that eventually led to the end of slavery those concepts those beliefs led to the end of slavery and human rights for everybody right and and uh, constitutional rights for all Americans it was a struggle but those those ideals that our founders came up with eventually led to the freest nation in the history of the world. And we all, so that can be destroyed. Right. You know, I don't see anybody for all the complaints about America. I don't see anybody getting on jets to our, our boats or planes to go somewhere differently. Right. Okay. Nope. Nobody This even though they call, nobody's they, leaving and nobody's dro- leaving. They're all wanting to come here. Right. Well, why is that? It's because of all the things I just mentioned and our history and our heritage however there are a group of people that are the secular progressives which are which are also in many ways marxist slash communist they hide themselves in 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 different kinds of language who want to end america as a constitutional republic of freedom and liberty and 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 private land ownership and the right to bear arms, all these things. And the right of
2: parents to conduct the upbringing of their children. Right. All those kind of things we see unfolding.
1: So those people are trying to take away our country and turn it into something like Cuba or Venezuela or communist China because they know better. And also, quite frankly, I use this expression often, And I believe it, they're God haters. Mm -hmm. They're God. That's why they, that's why they reserve their most, um, that's why they reserve their vitriol most for Christians is because we represent the God of the Bible and they hate, huh? whom they hate whom they hate so
0: all of the things that you mentioned about the blessings of Liberty and the freedom to uh, chart our own course and everything these are blessings that are given to us freedoms by God which is why I think uh, that the, uh, the it is so much under fire um, uh, the, I don't want to conflate United States with the kingdom of God so please don't misunderstand me here uh, you were talking earlier about the gospel not being stopped ever um, and I, I was reminded of the, it can't be. It can't be. I was reminded oh. of the the verse where Jesus Christ was talking to Paul, was telling him that the gates of hell will not prevail against uh, the uh, against him, against the church. Peter, Peter, sorry, yeah. Peter. Um, <laughs> that's the, the picture I always used to get in my mind was uh, us behind a gate and hell come trying to knock it down. But no, this is an offensive statement. Right, we're going after the gates of hell. Right, And they will not prevail against us and right. God's truth. So, yes, you're right. America is not guaranteed. The gospel is.
1: Well, and I also think that and one of the reasons we do this program and we have the kind of hosts we have on here is I, I, I don't think, as cynical as I get sometimes, I don't think a majority of Americans understand where the secular left wants to take our country. Uh, now some of them do but i just don't think your average voter who tends to go democrat fully even understands where their the people in charge of their party want to take our nation um that's to give them the benefit of the doubt uh, uh, but at the same but for all but if you continue to vote for liberal these very liberal politicians and i'm talking about from governor on up to President School Board. Or school board, you're gonna to continue to get policies that are attacking the very foundation and heart of our country and will eventually lead to your own subjugation.
2: Well, and let and let me just since we're we're kind of we're kind of preaching a we're little waxing bit. Here, so that's, that's right. We're so doing folks keep right just here. We're bringing it. We're 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 doing a little bit of preaching here and yeah. a little bit of bible teaching. Amen. But let me also say this that I, I think that the election of Donald Trump was pivotal for this nation, for this reason, for, for a number of reasons, Supreme Court, you know, right. federal judges, there's a number of things. But it, it was the election of Donald Trump that caused those on the radical left, and that's what we're talking about, the radical left, it caused them to come out of the closet, if you will. They just said what they think now, and they and we're seeing this more and more in our stories. They are saying, they are telling us, admitting where they want to take us. Where before Donald Trump, they kept it under wraps. And if Hillary Clinton had been elected in 2016, it would have just under the radar. It would have just, um, uh, it would have just continued. But how else do you get? People on the left to say things like, and we have talked about this over and over and over again, we need to put Trump voters in concentration camps when they need to be reeducated. They, this, the election of Donald Trump, for whatever reason, he so infuriated the left, they just started speaking the truth. And now all those people that you're talking about, we give them the benefit of the doubt, they are being allowed to see with their own eyes where they want to take us. And the the, um, the the expression of anger
0: that we got from those, a minority on the left, nonetheless, very much anger, was cathartic. It made them feel good for a time, yeah. maybe. And so they realized that, hey, we can express anger at without consequence. Yeah. And so now that's why you get racism, racism, which is a proxy, only a proxy. There's nothing endemic about racism. It could be class. It could be... Uh, right. Whatever it is, but that's what they're using racism to guide this country towards a socialist.
1: Yeah, and now, and, now's, and, and now's, totally their
0: now's their moment. Now's their
1: moment. Keep in mind what they. You've done a, a talk on this. You've written on this, Ed. To, to go a little bit deeper here, the mentality behind the progressive movement worldwide, but now in America, and I understand, folks, I don't think there's anything progressive about what they want to do, and that's progressively lead us into tyranny but anyway uh, they have a mindset that they know better right Mm -hmm. and that there's an elite group of people uh global experts experts experts. tim so so explain that if you would just a little bit because i we we use the word socialist we use the word progressive uh, but what is it that they that's they, they, in their in their head? Well, the 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 origins of the progressive movement. I can do this very
2: rapidly. The right. origins of the progressive movement in this country between 1880 and 1920. That far it goes back that far, and this comes from scholars and ideologues in Europe, and their belief. And we're talking about Woodrow Wilson, uh, President of the United States, et cetera. Their belief was that allowing the ordinary person to vote can only get you so far in terms of progress. You need the government to be an administrative state and to be run by experts because science is at the top of the list in telling us how we should live and where we should go as a country. Now, World War One shattered the public movement of progressivism for a while, but it all kind of went underground into colleges, universities, universities law schools, seminaries in this country. And the belief is that the state should run the show and the state should be filled by experts. And in the words of Woodrow Wilson, the rest of us will sit back and when the experts are done building the house, we'll be glad that they did. We will all live together in one big progressive beehive. Okay? So that th- those are the those are the sentiments of the progressive movement. So whether it's a socialist or a fascist or whatever whatever you want to put on it, we're talking about statism. We're talking about the state being in charge, not churches. We'll tell churches what to do. We'll tell parents what to do. We'll tell we'll not tell parents what we're going to do with their kids, like we covered on Monday. If you take your we'll take your kids down to get an abortion. We'll take your kid down to get transgender surgery. You don't need to make that decision. We will because we're experts.
1: Do you have that clip from Terry McAuliffe? I do. Okay. I do. This, this clip we're about to hear is from the former governor, Democrat of Virginia. Who's, who's running again. Who's running again because you can only serve four years in Virginia before you. Now, you can run right. subsequent, but uh, you can't run consecutive. Right. So he was in a debate last night with a Republican candidate whose his, name, his is name is Glenn Yunkin. And Yunkin is ahead in some polls. Yeah. It's very tight. Which is surprising somewhat because Virginia's been blue now basically for the last f- 4 or 5 6 years. Close. It's we're- close, but they've been voting Democrat statewide. So what we're about to hear a and a to McAuliffe? No,
0: we're going to hear Glenn Youngkin at the very end, you, just a clip of him saying that parents should direct their kids' education, and then we're going to hear how what McAuliffe response. thinks about that. Yeah. The
1: reason I want to play this right now, it fits exactly yeah. into what Ed's saying. The mentality of the secular left in this country is that they know better and that they should be the ones that control everything. Mm-hmm. And, he, and so to give evidence to that, From yesterday, I want us to listen to this. This
0: is from the debate. You're going to hear Glenn Youngkin, and then you're going to hear Terry McAuliffe cut, too. I
1: believe parents should be in charge of their kids' education. Mr. McAuliffe, 30 seconds.
3: So, first of all, this shows how clueless Glenn Youngkin is. He doesn't understand what the laws were because he's never been involved here in helping Virginia. But it was not. The parents had to write to veto bills, veto books. Glenn, not to be knowledge about it. Also, take them off the shelves, and I'm not going to let parents you come into schools bill. and actually you take books out and make their own decision. You vetoed it. So, to yeah, I stopped the it. bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach.
1: Is that the essence of what you want?
0: That's it. That's that's okay. what he said twice in that he he denied parents the right to have any. He any said data. I
1: don't think parents should be what.
0: I don't think parents should have a right to tell the schools what to teach. Yeah. And before that he said that with regard to stopping schools we I don't want parents to come in there and have their way.
2: Now here here's here's what the left does frequently is they conflate two different things. Yes, so yes. It, it's very it, shrewd. It's very it is it's very shrewd. Obviously none of us wants a single parent right. to be able to come in and say I don't want that book on there and right, the school right. and says okay right. you're a parent so we're going to take it out. We all understand right. that. Right. You've got to have some you got to have some school administrative control over what happens. But that's not really what he was saying. Terry McAuliffe was saying we're in charge you butt out. Yeah. So it doesn't <laughs> right. matter if it's right. one parent
1: right. or all the parents we don't have to listen to. Otherwise you. he would have said exactly what you just yeah. said to give some uh, context to what right. he was saying. What he said was parents... Well, listen, what's the last What the last quote he said? He said
0: what? We don't want parents... Let's play, let's uh, play. What they telling the school what they should teach.
1: I believe parents should be in charge of their okay. kids' education. Mr. McCullough, 30 seconds. So first of
3: all, this shows how clueless Glenn Youngkin is. He doesn't understand what the laws were because he's never been involved here in helping Virginia. But it was not. It, the parents had to write to veto bills, veto books, Glenn, not to be knowledge about it, also take them off the shelves. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually you take books out and make their own decision. You vetoed it. So, to yeah, I, parents, you I stopped it. the bill that I don't
2: think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Okay. So that's shrewd. That, uh, he, and he's a professional politician, <laughs> been in politics for a long time. He's very shrewd. He is saying one thing about what parents shouldn't be able to do, but what he's really saying is that all the parents, doesn't matter how many you've right. got. That's if, the
1: thinking. That of the if left. we
2: want to teach them critical race theory, right. we will. If we want to tell right. the right. little boys, you might be little girls, parents, you're going to have right to out. shut up and take it. Yeah. I, can I play uh, another school board?
0: Uh, <laughs> this is someone pushing back. I don't know if you're familiar with Matt Walsh. He's a blogger, a uh, yes, Christian yeah. blogger, but uh, very clever. Um, he He's was, a blogger American. Yeah. <laughs> he, he went uh, to the, uh, the Loudoun County, Virginia, um, Loudoun County, Virginia School Board. Now, this is the one where all these parents have been getting up and giving them what for. Right. And the, the, the school board has, has not been listening at all. Listen to Matt Walsh read the riot act to the Loudoun County School Board. Cut seven.
3: I would thank you all for allowing me to speak to you tonight, but you tried not to allow it. Yet here I am. Now, you only give us 60 seconds, so let me get to the point. You are all child abusers. You prey upon impressionable children and indoctrinate them into your insane ideological cult, a cult which holds many fanatical views, but none so deranged as the idea that boys are girls and girls are boys. By imposing this vile nonsense on students to the point even of forcing young girls to share locker rooms with boys, you deprive these kids of safety and privacy and something more fundamental too, which is truth. If education is not grounded in truth, then it is worthless. Worse, it is poison. You are poison. You are predators. I can see why you try to stop us from speaking. You know that your ideas are indefensible. You silence the opposing side because you have no argument. You can only hide under your beds like pathetic little gutless cowards hoping we shut up and go away. But we won't. I promise you that. Thank you for your time, and I'll
2: talk to you again very, very soon. Now, Matt Walsh, he is an excellent thinker. Yeah. Good writer, and uh, they got their hands full with him. But this is a perfect example. But I'll tell you what. It it is also a perfect example of why parents have to not only get involved, they have to stay involved. So this Loudoun County school board, one by one, should be removed next time there's an election, Mm -hmm. and you better put people on who will be responsive to parents and who are willing to listen to parents' concerns.
0: Let me make it even clearer, uh, if I may. Uh, There's somebody out there that's listening here that I'm talking to right now that needs to run for school board. There may be hundreds of you that are listening out there that need to run for school board you don't have anything keeping you away from it you're 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 the kids are out of the house or the kids are in school and you are concerned about what's going on in the school run for school board there's plenty of organizations that will train you how to campaign and how to run a, a small campaign like a school board campaign doesn't have to
2: cost tons of money it's not like you're running for senate but some of you need to run for school and, board. and talk to members of your legislature in your state and have the and, and get a movement to try to corral the school the school the department of education in your state because mm-hmm. that's the driving force behind what's happening on the local level as well so perfect get involved folks yeah. you got to don't turn your kids over to these people because they are wicked yeah
1: next story
0: all right um uh, vaccines. I wanted to bring you a doctor. Uh, her name is Dr. Molly James, and uh, she is an osteopath, a doctor of osteopathogen, pathology. Um, But she's a med- medical doctor, and she is talking about the nurses who everybody was praising as being the heroes of our COVID story when they were, uh, when they were treating us, and now they're being told they have to get the vaccine or else. Listen to... Uh, Listen to cut.
1: Hospitals have an absolute commitment to follow the data. Ignoring natural immunity in the vaccine discussion is just, it's criminal. A lot of people who are opposed to the mandates or who aren't interested in the vaccine are in my situation where we got sick taking care of patients. We have natural immunity, which has been shown to be broad and enduring. Actually, that puts us at a higher risk for having the vaccine. I took care of a patient who'd had an infection. He waited the 90 days, which is recommended to get the vaccine. And he showed up in my ICU 24 hours later with a cardiac arrest so i've wow. personally seen the implications of having a vaccine after a natural infection and i'm just not interested in that
2: natural immunity bring it in uh, listen that that's with all the disagreements there are about the vaccine and i'm sure our listeners are scattered across the spectrum okay the one thing we should all be able to agree on is natural immunity that if you have antibodies from having had covid You are, in essence, either the same as someone who's been vaccinated or in a better situation. But that is being completely ignored because it is not part of the agenda.
1: Yes. And if that fact is ignored by a politician or government official like Biden, for example, then there's another agenda. at Yes, clearly, clearly. Otherwise, you would acknowledge, yes, natural immunity always has. Uh, uh, been a been a factor when looking at the spread of viruses, and we should ag- we should acknowledge that. Uh, but no, all you hear is you get a shot, or or you, or we're gonna make you your life miserable. Right, that's all you hear from the left in this country. We'll see you back here tomorrow, everybody. Thanks for listening.